on the crest of the airways, a My Story by Erica Condon-Smith. At a time when female announcers weren't commonly heard on the radio, a young woman defied the odds to get on the air. There was no question of what I wanted to be when I grew up, a radio announcer. How this was to come about, I wasn't sure, but doubt had no purpose in my dreams. Radio and I were friends from the start. I even liked the advertisements. The silky voices of the announcers served as a constant companion who brought life, music and hopes galore to a nine-year-old only child in the late 1930s. After travelling all over Australia, my parents and I settled in Wagga Wagga in 1938. It was a great place and time to nurture my announcer hopes. Every Saturday at five o'clock, the local radio station 2WG would air a children's program. Kids were invited to perform their talents and the best contestant would win a chocolate frog. Often the weekly chocolate frog would be mine. Then there were the arts festivals, the yearly Estedfords. I used these opportunities to polish my voice for the time when my dreams might come true. I had heard that working in radio involved typing, researching and writing as a copywriter. So at the age of 15, I convinced my mother that I needed to do a one-year business course at the Wagga Wagga Commercial College where I could learn to type. In 1945, when I was 16 and had graduated, I wrote a letter outlining while I would be an asset to the Wagga radio station. I mentioned my love of radio, my typing experience, my passion for classical music and my willingness to work all hours. Surprisingly, a few days later, I received a telegram asking if I would come in for an interview the following day. My excitement knew no bounds. On the day of the interview, I went to the hairdresser and got my shoulder-length hair set in waves. I selected my lucky red and white floral dress to wear, which had a sash at the back and a demure Peter Pan collar. I then slipped into some white court shoes and pulled on some gloves and left the house. Once I'd arrived at the radio station, I waited in the reception area with mixed feelings of excitement and calm resolution to do my best. The manager was a kind-looking man in a dark navy suit, but he surprised me early in the interview by abruptly saying, I'm afraid we have no plans for young women announcers. My heart sank. In any case, your preference is for classical music, isn't it? He asked. We use all manner of music here. My mind raced. Oh, I said in a confident voice, I have Catholic tastes in music. He stood up and took me to meet the copy chief. This is the man you will be working for, he smiled. It was over. I was to work six days a week from nine till five plus Friday nights. The salary was pitiful and I was daunted by the long hours, but I was in. After a short while, I settled into my responsibilities. On quiet Friday evenings, a helpful announcer offered to show me how to operate the controls at the announcer's desk. Announcers at the time did all their own controls. He taught me how to put the records on the turntable bring in the relayed news and all sorts of tricks I could never have mastered alone. He even showed me how the records with difficult names had the phonetic spelling on them. This man became my mentor. It certainly wasn't part of any formal training scheme, but the experience was invaluable. Sadly, after about six months, it seemed that I would never get the chance to use these skills. Then, one Friday night around nine months after my appointment, the evening announcer suddenly collapsed with appendicitis and was rushed to hospital. Everyone disappeared and I was completely alone at the station. 
In a flash, I remembered all the things my mentor had taught me. Entering the soundproof studio, I sat in the announcer's chair and, as scheduled, went straight into reading the livestock report, a page in blurred handwriting written hurriedly at the sale yards. I didn't make one mistake. Next were the commercials. Easy! I blended in theme music and competently coped with putting on the nightly serial Justice Rides the Range. News time came and I brought in the relay effortlessly, totally in my element. After that, things happened swiftly. The station extended its air hours and within a fortnight I had my own afternoon program, Music of the Masters. Following my success, the manager hired more women. You could say I was a pioneer in country radio, opening the doors for other young female announcers. I stayed at the studio for nearly six years. My memories at the studio are some of my fondness, and although I had to work hard from the bottom, I held fast to my dream and made it come true. Do you have a My Story you'd like to share? We pay cash for any original and unpublished story we print. To contribute, go to readersdigest.com.au forward slash contribute. For more RD Talks, visit readersdigest.com.au. Brought to you by Readers Digest Australia. Narration by Louise Waterson. Sound production by Ricky Price.